Well, Coach, there's a, a foot of snow in each of our driveways here that we've been battling all day, so that must mean it's lacrosse season, right? Here we go. Syracuse and Colgate get it going at Friday night, and you know, I wanted to ask you about the scrimmages, the practices, and everything up to this point. What have you seen leading into your first game here on Friday? Well, uh, I, I think I'm seeing some experience uh, starting to pay off. Uh, the guys had good scrimmages against Hofstra and, and Vermont. Uh, I think we kind of handled the, both teams pretty well. And then Yale came in uh, last Sunday, and uh, we ran uh, pretty even with, uh, with Yale, who's the number one, number three team in the country, excuse me. And uh, in the fourth quarter, uh, we got off to a good start. We won 7-1 to one in the fourth quarter after going kind of even for three. So uh, all good, all good. And we're excited to play uh, this afternoon at 4 o'clock, and uh, we're hoping that Colgate's going to, uh, make it here through the through the tundra, and uh, hopefully we can get this thing off and, and going at four. Coach, this is a season where a lot of people look at your roster. They see seven preseason All-Americans. They see depth at pretty much every position, some exciting players. And, you know, the expectations go up a tick. And I'm sure you've got the sense of that and have been asked about it through the preseason. Is it something you embrace? Is Is this a team that you want to have high expectations on it? Well, I think every Syracuse lacrosse team has high expectations. Uh, you know, this one, I think some people are, are noticing our experience and, and our ability. And uh, you have to remember, though, everybody's good. You're talking about coming in number six or seven team in the country. That means that people feel that there are, uh, you know, half a dozen teams here that are are even better. So everybody's good. I, I think that we can, uh, we'll be able to compete with anybody that we play against. And uh, so, yeah, I think expectations are high, and, and that's okay. I think that, like I said earlier, I think the expectations for every Syracuse team are pretty high. You come into the season with uh, a new man on your side when it comes to the offense, and we wish Coach Donahue well. It's going to be weird not seeing him down there on the sideline. He's, he's been there for so long and, and did such an amazing job. But tell us about Pat March and, and his approach and, and what you're expecting him to bring to the offense. Yeah, well, you know, you can't say enough about Coach Donahue. He's uh, done an amazing job over the years. And, uh, one of the highlights, I think, uh, last weekend against uh, Yale, they have the number one uh, face-off man in the country in T.D. Erland. And uh, I think that uh, Jacob Falk, Danny Varell did a very good job against him. Jacob Falk, we were over 61% against the number one guy in the country. And uh, we feel we could have picked up a couple more. Uh, so I think that's a result of what Coach Donahue has done with these guys over the years. So kudos to him. And uh, Pat's, uh, Pat, Pat March has uh, fit in seamlessly. He's, uh, uh, w- with the coaching staff, is, uh, uh, you'd think he's been here for a number of years now, even though he just came in this fall. So he's done a, a very good job. I think he's brought some uh, some new technique with him. He's brought a, another offense with him. We're, we've kind of combined the two uh, that we had a year ago, two years ago, and, and what he's done this year. And uh, I've learned some things from him, and hopefully he's learned some things from us. So speaking of offense, John, we're going to start to see Chase Scanlon out there, your new number 22, who came in, he embraced the number, he wants the number, and everything that comes with that. But how has he fit in so far, and how do you expect him to fit into your team as, as we get it going here on this Friday? Well, there's still, still a learning curve. You know, only been here for... Uh, 
you know, a semester and, and, and a half. Uh, he's uh, shooting the ball very well. He's, uh, you know, an immediate starter for us, so he gives us some depth on the attack. I think he's probably scored uh, uh, the most goals in these scrimmages of, of all the players on the team. Uh, he's a very good finisher. He's turned into developing into a pretty good dodger. He's got great vision. He knows where the open players are on the field. And, uh, you know, like Coach March, he's, he's fit in right away. How has Tucker Dornovic looked through the you know preseason, getting into this, recovering from that injury? And I'd imagine he has got to be just chomping at the bit to get back on the field, and, and I think has the potential to have a really big season. Oh yeah, chomping is a uh, <laughs> <laughs> barely embraces what he's uh, what he's trying to do. But uh, great athlete, uh, finishes the ball both hands on the run, uh, just uh, a workaholic. And uh, you're right, he's, he's just excited to play. If anything, we've got to calm him down a little bit because he just wants to make something happen every time he's got the ball on his stick. So I'm uh, looking forward to watch him go this season. Coach, as you get going here, you've got a, a deep midfield. How do you think that balance is out here early on? What's, what's going to be your approach at that position to start off with? Well, it, it gives us depth. You know, we like to play a lot of players. Uh, but we've got to get the guys that are, uh, you know, the starters comfortable on the field. So we'll get guys in when we can. Uh, you know, if, they, if we're on offense quite a bit, then obviously the midfield's going to uh, be tired and we're going to have to get more guys in. And, uh, and fortunately, we can. We've got some very, very good depth there in the midfield. And, and it's comforting. And who knows if you, God forbid, you never want to have an injury. But if you were to have an injury or two, we've got some guys that could step in. Griffin Cook is going to be shifted to attack permanently this season. And, you know, he had a pretty good run at his freshman season at times. But it it seems like he's more comfortable there. He's back at his natural position. And and since doing that, you know, what what can we expect to see from him? Because it it, it feels like he could also uh, do some big things at that position, being back uh, to where he was pretty successful in high school. Yeah, he's uh, you know he's a he's a talented player, and again he has the ability, that athletic ability, uh, you know, to play those two positions. And you know, if we had to, we could use him at both. Uh, but you're right; I think he's back there. He's most comfortable there, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing him go. I think uh, what Nick Mellon does speaks for itself. The accolades he's got the number eleven, which is you know almost become as as big as the twenty two in some ways. But what I wanted to ask you about on, on close defense. Coaches is Brett Kennedy, who seems like he's going to spend a little more time there, and he's he's good wherever you put him on the field. But uh, tell me about the move putting him there and, and the thought process behind that. Well, uh, you know, talking with Coach Rogers, he got a lot of reps uh, in the fall. Uh, you know, at close defense, we already knew he's a special pole, and uh, he's adapted quite well. He's uh, he's a good cover guy. He's very aggressive. And if he comes up with a ball, he's going to the other end of the field. And he'll be a threat there. Had, had actually had a couple good assists in the scrimmages. And uh, that just shows that he's understanding the game. A lot of defense will run down and just shoot the ball. Uh, but he was able to draw a defender and dump him off to an attackman for a score. So that's that's good to see. We'll stick on defense and close on this thought, Coach. You know, Drake Porter last year, one of the highest save percentages that Syracuse had seen since you know the great John Galloway in, in 2011. And he seems like he's getting comfortable stepping into more of a leadership role. And, and just tell me what you anticipate from him and, and what you need from him here in his senior season. Well, you're exactly right. Uh, you know, you want your goalie to be in a leadership role. Uh, he's got to communicate with the rest of the defense. Um, and, and he's done that very well. And it's nice to have a goalie coming back with a year of experience. We've had a few goalies that have been one-year starters. 
and uh, I'm hoping that that experience is going to pay off in, in game situations. And we're looking for him to make uh, make the saves that he should and then a couple that he shouldn't. There you go. That's always good when you get that from the goalie. Well, Coach, it is great to be talking lacrosse, taking our minds off of the foot of snow in the driveway. Best of luck to you this season. Look forward to chatting with you here every Friday on the block on ESPN Radio. Okay, Brett. Be careful with that snowblower. (laughs) I, I certainly will.